I should be an ambassador to France now, when I think about it. <laughs> is that crazy? Sorry. This is Coming of Age. Today, we talk to Aquia Asari. I was probably about 44, eight or nine, I would say. When I turned 18 years old. 18. I was 25. I was 19 years old. Yeah, and I went, I am an adult. Thanks for listening. I'm Simon Cecil, and this is Coming of Age, the podcast based at the Humphrey School of Public Affairs in Minneapolis. Each week, we hear the story of someone at the school and about a moment when they begin to feel like a grown-up. This week, we hear from Aquia Asari. Aquia Asari is funny, and she's upbeat. But while she may come off as a little flippant, she's also really dynamic. During high school, Aquia held down two part-time jobs, was the president of her school's student council, and was also involved in other clubs. When Aquia was a senior in high school, she studied abroad in France with the Rotary Youth Exchange. For her, that was a time at which she began to feel more adult. And it was a trip she'd been waiting to do for a long time. And how did you come to be on the Rotary Youth Exchange? What was the lead up? That's a good question. This is an epic question. So I was like 12 or 13 or something like that in middle school. And I saw this flyer at school for the, um, I think it was called people to people or something like that and it's like this like travel program for students and it was like ah oh, this I need to do this mom let's do this and she's like Akuya no let's not do this you're too young you can't like go to Australia and New Zealand for a month and a half by yourself are you crazy and she's like um let's wait a year let's see how you are next year like when you're a little bit more mature the next year rolled around I'm in eighth grade I'm like mom people to people let's do this you're going to France now and I was like we're on, we're ready. She's like, mm, I don't think you're ready, Aquina. So then high school came around, ninth grade, mom, mm, mom, mm, mom, mom, this is my last year. I'm going to be a senior. I'm going to graduate. I need to like go abroad. She's like, well, I'm not going to support you. So if you want to do it, you do it on your own. I was like, fine, I will find a way to go. So Aquia started looking for programs that would let her travel abroad and her search letter to the Rotary Youth Exchange, which sends high school students to foreign countries for a full year. This was exactly what she'd been looking for, so she applied to spend the year in France. So I applied, obviously I'm very charismatic, and people really love me, whatever. So I had the interview, and they were like, oh, Aquia, you're a doll, and I was like, ha, I know, thank you, right? And so I waited like two or three months, and they are like, uh, congratulations, you've been accepted, you're going to France. And I'm like, woo woo. Mom was like, ugh, fine. I was like, whatever, Mom, you had like the last six years to send me somewhere for like a month and a half, and you chose to wait until the very last minute possible, and now I'm gone for a year. If it's not already clear, Aquia is a really driven person. She's not afraid to go after the things she wants. So once she got accepted and realized she needed to do fundraising to make her trip happen, she just dove right into it. And she did it in a way that I've never heard of any other high school student raising money. I didn't expect my mom to pay for it because she was a single mom um, raising four kids. My dad passed of cancer when we were, I was eight. And so I was like, oh, I don't want to put too much pressure on her, so let me see what I can do. So I started writing letters um, to random companies in the, um, Madison saying, hey, I'm 17, I'm going to be a senior in high school, I work two part-time jobs, I have a really good like GPA, I'm president of XYZ clubs. I'm going to France for a year, can you help support me? And they're like, oh, sure, Aquia, that's cool, not a problem. So I get like all these checks from these random companies. Oh, I should have myself on the back, but I forgot about that moment, but it's pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, that is pretty impressive. 
part of what I find fascinating about Aquia's story is that the things she thought to do during high school would never have occurred to me. I never thought about studying abroad, let alone going overseas for a year when I was 16 or 17, and I would never have even considered writing a bunch of strangers for money. But for Aquia, the idea that it wasn't all just going to come together never entered her mind. Were you ever uncertain about whether or not it would all kind of work out? No. Um, I think I wasn't uncertain because I was so persistent from like when I was in middle school and up through my term of year in high school that like I wanted to go abroad. My mom wasn't letting me go abroad. This was a problem, so you had to fight the power, right? So <laughs> my mom was, she wasn't the enemy, but she was like being really protective. Of course, you don't want your kid to go to some random country by themselves. So I'm like, mom, I'm not some random kid. It's a queer, like she can do this, right? And so finally she's, she let on, but mm, no, I think everything fell into place as it would, would have. So with her acceptance letter in hand, and her sense of unbridled confidence, it was time for Aquia to get ready to spend a year in France. Tell us a little bit about that journey and what it felt like to go from Madison, Wisconsin to France. So I remember it very clearly, yeah. So it took a while for me to pack my stuff. My mom was like not being very helpful at all. She's like, Aquia, you wanted to do this, you do it. You pack your own luggage. And I was like, Mom, what am I gonna take? She's like, figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. I was like, uh. Anyway, so yeah, whatever, we got the tickets, we got my passport, blah, 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 I'm packed, ready to go. Fly from Madison to Detroit. Detroit, there's like, the plane is delayed because there's some like mechanical issue, and I was like, whoa, listen here, this is my first international flight, I am only 17 years old, I cannot die flying across the Atlantic Ocean, figure it out, or don't go, right? Obviously, we're okay because I'm here telling you this story, but I was very afraid at that moment. I think that was the only moment I was ever afraid um, throughout the whole process, getting across the ocean and like having a plane that massive be like having mechanical issues. That was really scary for me. Got to Paris, then we like transferred to another airport and flew into Luxembourg, and then my host family came to pick me up. So what was the day-to-day -day like in France? What yeah. was life like once you kind of met this family and went home with them? So have you ever heard of culture shock? It's a real thing. And when you're 17, it's exceptionally real. So I got there and I was like, oh my god, this backward country, like what are they doing here? The cars are so small, the streets are so small, they would park like in any direction on the street. I'm like, there's no like, there's no red there. Like, people just do whatever they want. This is crazy. But at the same time, it was pretty cute. Like, you know, those, like, ancient stories you hear about. Mind you, I was 17, so it wasn't really that ancient. But, you know, like, Beauty and the Beast and, like, that cobblestone walkways, whatever. That's, like, this is totally Beauty and the Beast in 2005. Uh, my host parents didn't really speak English very well. So, yeah, there was a real culture shock. But after the second month or so, I was like, okay, I met people at school, so my French was improving. I started to know what type of foods I liked. I started going shopping. It became my second home, right? It was okay. Aquia told me at the outset that she'd more or less always felt like a grown-up. But being in France is a moment she marks as a time of adulthood for several reasons. First of all, when she was in France, she had a lot more liberty and autonomy than she did at home in Madison. I don't want to say the parents in France are laissez-faire, but because I was an exchange student and I had host parents, they maybe weren't as guarded or protective of me as my mom was at home. And so when I wanted to do things, they'd say, okay, sure, fine, it's 
whatever, as long as you can get home, it's okay. And at home, and I was like, nope, girls don't do that. It's too late. But in France, I was very um, free and able to make my own decisions. And I really appreciated that. I also got my nose pierced while I was in France. Um, and it's literally, I was like nine years ago, maybe. My mom was like, get that booger out of your nose still to this day. But I think it's cute, so I'm keeping it. Also, being in France meant that she was having experiences that not many teenagers were having, something that she was aware of at the time and that made her feel more like a grown-up. I would say like when I was traveling across countries, I was like, wow, how many 17-year-olds are like hitchhiking from um, Milan to Slovenia? Like that doesn't happen for most 17-year-olds, right? And how many people are like flying during like, weekend trips to London to visit cousins? When I was traveling with outside of France, I was like, this is really cool. Like, Aquia, you're 17, 18 in France doing your thing. For Aquia, it wasn't so much that being in France changed her or transformed her in some way. It was more that being in France gave her a space in which she could really act like the person who she felt like she already was inside. I learned, I stepped into myself a little bit more when I was there. Like, I was who I was when I was in the U.S., like when I was in high school. And then when I left and went to France, I was like, okay, this is me times 10. Like, this is who I want to be. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm doing. And that's what I did. And when I came back, I was like, that's what I was, that's what I was doing, that's what I did. I'm going to continue to do that. And while Aquia says she'd always felt pretty adult, that trip was the first time she got to act on the desire she'd felt since seeing that poster way back in middle school to travel abroad. And when she reflects on the effect that that trip had on her, she points to all the traveling she's done since and all the traveling she's hoping to do in the future. Before I left, I was worldly, or I wanted to be worldly, so I wanted to travel, I wanted to experience different cultures, I wanted to like know how other people lived, right? Always wanted to like know more and learn more and see more, right? So that was my first gateway to doing that when I lived in France. And since then, I have lived abroad in China twice, and I've traveled internationally quite a few times, and I don't think I've done it enough, so there's lots of things I need and want to do and I intend to do when I finish school. That's our show for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for another story about coming of age. I try.